Welcome to the Arcane Academy, the official podcast of Magus Books and Herbs. Class is now in session. Please welcome your hosts, Marcus K. Ironwood and Liz Johnson. Hello, Arcane Academy podcast listeners. This is Marcus K. Ironwood bringing you a little late uh, into the 2019 year, a uh, new podcast. Uh, I've had some technical difficulties with my sound card on my computer, so unfortunately I have not been able to record, edit, or post anything new for the last uh, month or so. And before that, uh, life got pretty busy during the holiday season uh, with working at Megas and with starting uh, a side business of my own, which I'm sure you'll hear about coming weeks and months, which is very exciting. Uh, if you've stuck with me into the new year, welcome back. If this is your first time listening, this is a podcast about a lot of things, including herbalism, aromatherapy, magic, occult history, uh, book reviews. We do all sorts of fun, pagan, witchy things over here, uh, all in the service of education and applied theory. Uh, I am bringing to you today Liz Johnson after being on a little bit of a hiatus for some urban oil podcasts. Uh, again, it's been pretty busy around here at Magus, so getting her to be able to sit down and record with me has been a bit of a challenge, but I'm happy to say we were able to do that a couple weeks ago, and hopefully we'll be able to continue that on a regular schedule for you. I also have an interview that I recorded with Corin Walsh of the Left Hand Path of Minnesota community that we recorded a couple, maybe a month or so ago. Um, about what the Left Hand Path is, and specifically uh, recovery groups in the pagan and uh, non-monotheist spheres. Uh, so that will be a very interesting interview, I'm sure, for a lot of you. Um, that will hopefully come out within the next couple weeks. That being said, I will hand the reins over to Liz and my past self, And I hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Arcane Academy podcast. I am Marcus Ironwood, and I am so happy to join you in the new year, along with my uh, friend and boss, (laughs) Liz Johnson. Happy New Year. Yay! And we haven't heard from you in a good minute. I know. It's all right. It's been a little crazy around here, but I'm really glad that you have the time. And we're going to talk about some herbs and oil like usual. So I am so happy to be back. Yay! So very happy to be back. That's exciting. Um, Did you have a good New Year? I did have a very pleasant New Year. It involved becoming unconscious before 10. (laughs) Yay! Through no means of... Through no artificial means or yeah. external means. Just, yeah. just a family of three going, yeah, let's just go to sleep now. We're done. <laughs> Rest is what we need. Yeah. Mine was a little bit more... 
orchestra's more raucous. Uh, marginally. <laughs> Three friends, drinks, <laughs> hanging out. That's nice. Yeah. It's up to 2.30 in the morning, which is pretty abnormal That's... for me at this point. But but not unreasonable for a celebration night. Yeah. And yeah. I had the day off the next day. and Perfect. It was, it was actually very nice. It was very nice. Yay. Yay. Good. So what are we talking about today? <laughs> the wonderful world of Slippery Elm. So I have heard of Slippery Elm. And when I was looking all those many years ago about herbal medicine and you know looking at the shelves on gnc and like in various little herb books that you can find like the library and whatever uh i've seen slippery elm Mm -hmm. but in my recent herbal training past i haven't heard about it as much so it's very i'm very excited to talk about it finally (laughs) what is it well it's the inner bark of a delightful little tree that became over harvested at one point so you may have seen it on shelves for a few years and then you might have had a harder time finding it for a while so it, it's right now ebbing and flowing as it's recovering from being over harvested not because it was the absolute bestest thing in the whole wide world as wonderful as it is it was over harvested because marshmallow root had been over harvested oh. and people were desperate to find another demulcent that they could use and a demulcent for anybody who's not familiar with the five dollar herbalist words is basically lotion for the inside of your body yay <laughs> That's a demulcent. Emollient is a lotion for the outside, and demulcent is a lotion for the inside. And Slippery Elm is actually very, very good at both of those jobs. Cool. It's delightful and known for helping to draw out things from the body. It's even been applied to uh, abscesses and other issues on the surface of the body. So just to help draw things out, heal things over, and soothe and smooth those tissues down. It's not what it's most famous for, but it can be done. Probably better known for its use with sore throats than anything else. Okay, so cold season is upon us. It is. You've got that hot, hot, scratchy sore throat. This is a fantastic choice to add to your repertoire or to your healing remedy collection to slip into a tea or even, as it has been used historically, into your oatmeal or your malto meal or okay. what have you. Your hot cereal Any of choice. Your hot cereal of choice. It has even been served as the hot cereal in its entirety. Like a little bowl of porridge. How would that taste? It's actually sweet. Bark. It's actually okay. it's actually sweet. It's okay. very pleasant, to be honest with you. However, having been over harvested, I would recommend mixing something else in just yeah. to curb your use of it right now. But in 25 years, if people are farming it, who knows? We might have more than we know what to do with. And it's perfectly fine to serve up with a little hot water or a little hot milk to get it and turn it into a hot cereal, basically. Yeah. Traditionally used to help people recovering from uh, convalescing, from recovering from long-term illnesses where they might have become uh, much thinner than they had been, where they might have become weaker than they had been. So this helps build up the body again. It's thought. It's also very commonly used for all kinds of lung issues. Very so if you've had, if you've been sick for a really long time, or if you had a cold and then you got a cough, but that cough was caused by, or you got a scratchy throat because you've been coughing forever and now it's right. just super irritated. Yes, this can really help soothe things along and help things to move out of the system. At least that's that is the traditional lore. That's what's thought. What I like about this is that. It's thought to help soothe the throat, and it has a sweet taste. And magically, my favorite use 
is to soothe and sweeten away gossip. Okay. <laughs> so people are running their mouths. Yeah, this is what you use to encourage them to come up with nice ways to say things. And it t- dovetails so neatly with the med- medicinal uses that I just adore the pairing of these two ideas. That because you're eating something that's healthy and nutritious and sweet, that you become, you're better able to become a sweeter, healthier human being. Nice. So if you're looking if you're looking in at your own life and being like, you know, I really need to stop running my mouth, saying the things that are really judgy. Maybe this might be a good thing to work with. Yeah. Just kind of adding some of that in there. Put or, it you know, in your cereal, put or, it in your tea. Or you want to make up with somebody. Make a little batch of spice cookies with a little extra ingredient instead of some of the flour. Okay. Give them some delicious spicy cookies. Excellent. Actually, I really <laughs> like that idea. I really like, you know, playing with different flowers and stuff mm-hmm. when I'm baking. And I've never thought about, I mean, obviously think about herbs, different herbs. Sure. Like, you know, throwing lavender and sugar mm-hmm. cookies. That's a pretty com- common out-of-the-box one. Yeah. But, yeah, substituting some flour with some slippery elm powder. Yeah. That's maybe, pretty cool. Maybe do a quarter cup to a half a cup in your batch. Oh, take wow. out the same amount of flour, roughly. You might need to take out a little more flour mm-hmm. because this might absorb some of the liquids a little more readily. But it's fun to play with. It's fun to figure out. Yeah, and, and it's sweet. It's so sweet. Got that sweeter taste. Yeah. Nice. That's it's, really cool. It's actually pretty tasty. I recommend it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to try that. And uh, maybe I'll throw up a recipe on the magusblog.com and... That would be fantastic. That would be pretty fun. That would be f- I'll look in my records. If I've got one for you to test out, I'll get it to you in the next couple of days. Excellent. Well, if I actually I do have the weekend coming up. You could play. I'll play. I'll play <laughs> and make some cookies. I'll post. If I make them, check out my Instagram, which is Marcus Ironwood. No dots, just Marcus Ironwood. That's with a K. And uh, I'll put, put that up there with a link to the recipe. That sounds perfect. Cool. Well, that's Slippery Elm. Is there mm-hmm. anything else? There's always more. There's, always There's so more. much more. <laughs> There's always more. But I know that we don't want these to go on for hours and hours, so we can certainly move on to the essential oil if you're ready. I am. All right. Speaking of cold season. <laughs> the famous eucalyptus. Yes. My mom doesn't like eucalyptus, but I really do. It's it's. Well, why don't you talk about it? <laughs> well, actually, how does she feel about lemon eucalyptus? She likes the, a little, well, she's really sensitive to smell, smells. Okay. She likes peppermint and she likes lemon, but like that kind of, that camphorous, that mm-hmm. more like, it's a little more in your face. It is. It so. is. And the peppermint's got a lot of camphor too. Yeah. So it's probably some of the other chemistry, but she may very well be allergic to it. There are people yeah. who are. And if that's you, please don't use eucalyptus. <laughs> or lemon eucalyptus because it's, it's, it's. It, it is actually, yeah. and that is a common misunderstanding that people have lemon eucalyptus is not lemon oil and eucalyptus oil together it is a eucalyptus varietal a type of eucalyptus that has a strong lemony scent it's one plant it's just that it it just grows that way yeah but the classic eucalyptus globulus is the one that most people can get their hands on most readily so we'll focus on that and it is fantastic as an inhalant if you have asthma if you have a cough if you have a sinus infection if you have a sore throat and it's the right kind of sore throat this is a little drying so it kind of works at odds with the slippery elm or you could use one to be able to get away with using the other 
wonderful for throats, wonderful for lung infections of any kind you can imagine. It's all the way from easing some of the symptoms of COPD down to a simple cough or down to a minor asthma attack, allergic reaction to something. It's delightful. So you could put eucalyptus oil in your shower. You can get it in shower taps. You can get it in... um, you know, bath mixes, mm-hmm. you can buy the oil and put it in a diffuser. You could get it in your bubble bath or put it in your bubble bath. Yep. But you could also put it in a sachet. You could put it in, say you have an old like lip balm container, wash it out, put a few drops in, put the cap back on. Doesn't take very many drops at this point. Mm-hmm. You almost want it to absorb into the plastic that you're using there. Or if it's a metal container, put a cotton ball in the metal container. If it's like it's a flat little tin Mm -hmm. put a cotton ball in it put a couple drops in put the cap on anytime you need it during the day there it is you can keep it on you that's a nice small convenient carrying case (laughs) on take the perfect take the lid off inhale a few times put it away take it out an old tic tac or an old mint container any of that stuff yeah just put a few cotton balls how many drops would you say two or three two or three on really, a cotton ball? yeah it really doesn't take yeah, much it's pretty strong stuff it is strong and it's going to be contained in this tiny little area if it's in one of those containers so every time you release it you'll get a full force of it nice so has other uses though such as well the most obscure getting rid of rats okay <laughs> i know a thing or two about a rat problem <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have encountered this in a building once or twice in my life and have surreptitiously dotted areas with eucalyptus oil. And it does make a big difference, for, I can say, from my own experience. And it certainly seems to be the experience of the majority of people who've used it for rats. I don't hear the same res- necessarily the same results for mice, which are smaller. Yeah. A little less vicious. <laughs> yeah, rats, are, rats can be pretty nasty. Yes. So pest control, coughs, mm-hmm. what else can it be used for? How about just sore muscles and putting it in your bath for sore muscles? Fantastic there. So like, yeah, I worked out too hard at the gym mm-hmm. and, you you know, it's a Friday and you want to treat yourself and you're like, oh, I feel, or, you know, you just pull that just the wrong way. Your back's a little sore. Yep. Throw mm-hmm. a few, and yep. that can happen while shoveling. Yes, it's it can. that time of the year. It is up here. Make yourself a nice cup of oat straw tea mm-hmm. to help those muscles calm down. And hop in a bath with some eucalyptus oil or some bath salts with eucalyptus. I would actually recommend bath salts and eucalyptus yep. and Epsom salts and eucalyptus, which you can buy already pre-mixed if you really want to, or you can just go buy the industrial box of the salt, which is what we do at my house. Yeah. <laughs> so we can yeah. toss a couple of cups in without thinking about it and then add a few drops of essential oil. There are people who, if they're going to put an essential oil in a bath, like to dilute it in a little bit of witch hazel. So they might take their six to 12 drops they're going to toss in the bath, put it in a teaspoon of witch hazel, shake that up in a little jar of some kind, and then dump that in the bath to help it disperse more evenly. Okay. So you're not seeing individual drops for a while. Yeah. yeah I like to, I've, I've used it in some bath mixes, and um, which might come out in like a future podcast. I have been playing with a lot of essential oils re- recently. Yes. But it blends really well with other citruses. Like yeah. Um, like obviously, you know, the lemon eucalyptus plant yes. has those citrus notes in it. So it it loves citrus. Yes. Yeah, grapefruit, lemon, mm-hmm. even rosemary because of that kind of yes. camphorous or, um, peppermint. Um, but to bring it down from kind of like those really high notes, 
um, like a cedar wood or more yes. a woody or vetiver. Scent or vetiver is lovely with it. Yeah, just Those kind are... of rounds it out a little bit more. Yes. So if you Those are, are a person who's like, oh, eucalyptus is so strong, it makes me think of when I'm sick, da 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 da. If you still kind of want that scent, mm-hmm. play around with like, you know, a cedar wood or a cypress or yes. even some other citruses to kind of round it out and um, see what you what you like there yeah what's a more complicated blend that actually makes you grounded feel grounded and happy and secure yeah with that eucalyptus scent also great in a simple chest rub so you can combine it and blend it with things like coconut oil mm-hmm. for a chest cold fabulous that way so if you wanted to make like a little chest rub like a tablespoon of coconut oil and like three drops of oil or even one drop of the oil okay. would probably be enough wow. in that much coconut oil you can go by taste. Uh, I can also add that my year one herb students have just put together their first infused oil. Yay. And it was eucalyptus, ginger, and peppermint for okay. s- four sore muscles and four baths specifically. Nice. So they'll be having a lovely massage oil in just a few weeks. I'm definitely, I'm going to, I know a few of them. Well, of course, I know all of them, actually. (laughs) Some of them better than others. But yeah, I'm definitely going to bug them and be like, hey, I'm going back to the gym because it's the new year and my legs are really sore right now because they haven't been working out very much (laughs) because it was a crazy winter time, holiday season. So yeah, I'm definitely going to grab some of that oil from from your students. And if anybody wants to try and make that at home, you just want... If you're going to do the herbs, it's three parts of eucalyptus to two parts of peppermint to one part of ginger as a general rule. Depends on how strong they are. But you can actually get the essential oils and do the same thing as well. In which case, depending on the size of your batch, you're going to want three or four drops of the eucalyptus, a couple of drops of the peppermint, depends on your taste, and then a drop of the ginger in there into the salt blend you want to use for a bath or for a salt scrub, into the oil that you want to use to toss into your bath or for a massage, into, oh, just into an inhaler because it smells nice. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's cleansing. And the eucalyptus itself in an inhaler, if you just got it and you use it periodically, maybe not every day, but use it once a week or twice a week, actually boosts the overall immune system. So if everybody where you work is sick right now, or if a kid has just come home to you with a cold and you're concerned that everyone in the house is going to catch a cold, keeping some eucalyptus going in the house as an aromatherapy product, just in a diffuser or in a pot on the stove with warm water, actually boosts the immune system, studies show. Nice. And it has an impact on diminishing the odds of catching a cold. The last study I read about this done in, it was combined, I want to say, with three other herbs, including sage and maybe rosemary. I'm trying to recall. I don't recall the, f- the first herb at all, but it was combined with things that might typically be used for these purposes, like oregano or sage or lavender, or it just happened to be four of them. Mm-hmm. I think I've just listed five. Sorry. But <laughs> well, anyway, you said rosemary. That also has yes. those kind of menthol-y kind of notes. Exactly. That, yeah. And studies showed that, yeah, people who were sent home with, an inf- with the, a known infection with a placebo and people who were sent home with a known infection with this combination reported remarkably different um, processes to their healing, remarkably different timing to their healing. Uh, I believe one of the things they looked at was blood pressure just as part of their recovery process. Blood pressure would be expected to be high for a few days for whatever these folks were dealing with. And on day two, the blood pressure was lower. Wow. In the experimental group and the control group was what would normally be expected. Mm -hmm. And of course, they reported less pain. They reported faster recovery. 
just as I'm thinking about this, this probably wasn't a cold. This was probably recovery from some sort of surgery, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. Yeah. I'd have to double check. But still, amazing news. You're talking about speeding recovery. You're talking about diminishing pain. Eucalyptus has been used for arthritic pain, especially RA, rheumatoid arthritis, for decades upon decades. And there is some good research to back that up as well. So you want to, of course, dilute that for most people most of the time. So you're going to put it in a little carrier oil or make a little ointment. And all an ointment is, is you've got the essential oil, your carrier oil, and something that's solid at room temperature, like coconut oil or shea butter. And you're combining those things with as little heat as possible because the essential oil will dissipate in the heat. But you're combining them, letting them resolidify, and then you've got something that's not sloppy Mm -hmm. that you can carry with you easily and apply whenever you need to. And eucalyptus is fantastic for people with sore joints. That's awesome. That's awesome. Especially, you know, now when, you know, if you're dealing with that constantly, it's really great. But wintertime, mm-hmm. people get strains and sprains. The, yes. You know, you get the muscles, so, yeah, sore muscles. You're just walking around on, you know, icy sidewalks. You're going to be far more stiff and rigid in your pace than you are, say, in the summertime when yes. there's not, there's no, like, obstructions so just walking around you're far more prone to that kind of movement you are yeah it's, it's going to help with any muscle soreness it's going to help with any joint pain it also speeds up healing processes so for example when my father fell recently and broke his hand this is the kind of scent he wants around him just to help the healing process take over not to mention the fact that he was sick when he fell <laughs> sounds like a rough time <laughs> yeah the poor guys oh. went over and visited my parents yesterday and they were like thank you for coming and visiting we're cranky okay okay <laughs> i was given a spanish test yeah i don't know why <laughs> okay <laughs> you can cut that i just uh, some obscure part of the conversation for I'll me leave it in. people like <laughs> random they really do um, so any other, is that, what's a, what's a magical use that for eucalyptus? Do you know? You know, there's several, but I like the ones that are tied with freedom and protection because okay. it's known for protecting you from evil spirits mm-hmm. and freeing the spirit from anything that's binding it or holding it back. So if there's a hex against somebody, this is actually an oil that's been used particularly traditionally where it's from and the word hex is not necessarily the word that would get used there but the concept is remarkably similar Mm -hmm. so if you feel constrained feel like something's holding you back or holding you down this is an option and just to have around to be inhaling on a fairly regular basis so those are good things to try awesome sounds like a lot of fun sounds like a lot of use Mm -hmm. it's great to have you back uh let's have you back in february for more herbs and oils and and anything else we can think of to talk about. (laughs) It'll be so much fun. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Liz. Thank you, listeners. You can find us at Twitter at Arc Academy Pod. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts. If there's another place that you normally get your podcasts and would like uh, to know, you can always tweet us at at our uh, Twitter account or at uh, at Magus Books Twitter account, it'll all find me. Or uh, send me a message on Instagram. Perfect. Yeah. So thanks again, Liz. Uh, we will see you again. Sounds great. Happy <laughs> New Year, everybody. Bye.
You've been listening to the Arcane Academy. Follow us on Facebook at Magus Books and Herbs or on Twitter at Magus Books. The Arcane Academy podcast does not claim to recommend, diagnose, or treat any disorders or diseases. We are not licensed physicians. The viewpoints discussed are not necessarily held by those of Magus Books and Herbs. If you're having an emergency, please call 911 or seek emergency care as soon as possible. Until next time, thanks for attending the Arcane Academy. Thank you.